Hey everyone, welcome in to another edition of the Woj Pod on the day of a blockbuster NBA trade on a sleepy Thursday afternoon right before Labor Day weekend. Donovan Mitchell on his way to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Utah gets back three unprotected first-round picks, two pick swaps. Cleveland's first-round pick in this past draft, 2022, Ochai Abaje out of Kansas, Lori Markinen, and then they do a sign-and-trade, four years, $72 million to acquire Colin Sexton, still a young guard in the NBA, and wow, this was a trade that Cleveland had been lurking to try and make. They talked last week up until Friday with Utah and then backed away. Felt like they couldn't get Utah to pull the trigger on a trade, did not want to leave their players in trade talks, and thought that they'd probably get down the road with New York. And I think Utah thought they were probably going to get down the road with the Knicks. And by Monday night, that had not happened. We'll get into that a bit later on why Donovan Mitchell is not going to New York and how that came to be. But let's start in Cleveland where Kobe Altman and Mike Ganzi and that Cleveland front office, they have a Eastern Conference power right now. And not just for right now, for years to come. A young nucleus now that you add a legitimate all-NBA player all-NBA-level player in Donovan Mitchell at 25 years old, three-time All-Star, to Darius Garland, who made his first All-Star team last year. Jared Allen made his first All-Star team at center. And then maybe the best of all of those young players in Cleveland, Evan Mobley, who was perhaps, if we redrafted last year, might be the first overall pick in the draft and, and on his way to not just all-star appearances, probably all-NBA appearances. Kevin Love still playing at a high level. Ricky Rubio back in Cleveland and coming off that knee injury. He'll play this season. And just remarkable, the collection of talent now in Cleveland and built to last. And Utah now, a horde of first-round picks, 13 unprotected or lightly protected picks, as they like to say, from that Minnesota trade for Rudy Gobert and now Donovan Mitchell to Cleveland. And all of a sudden, the Cavaliers are a a force in the East. They were playing as well as anybody in December last year before injuries and COVID hit them. And now they're you, you add Donovan Mitchell in there, three years left on his contract, and wow, uh, they are good. And so Utah in this trade, listen, They were ready to rebuild, reshape this roster. Lots of picks. They've got legitimate NBA players on their roster. They're not going to do what OKC did roster-wise. This is a roster. We'll see what it looks like by opening night, but Bogdanovich, Jordan Clarkson, those are players who I think they'll continue to talk trade with in Utah. Uh, There's certainly interest in them. Mike Conley, who lots of teams would love, contract is a little – preemptive uh numbers big on him but uh certainly there's discussions to be had on him too and 
before it's all said and done, the Jazz, Danny Ainge, Justin Zanuck, and their front office, they might have a Oklahoma City-esque collection wheelbarrow of, of draft picks uh, moving forward. Uh, pick swaps, the unprotected picks, you know, you, Minnesota's and, and now Cleveland's. And they moved Pat Beverly out to L.A., brought in Taylor Horton Tucker, who's still only 21 years old. And you'll see them take flyers on on some good young players and see if they can be keepers. They, they want to keep the three players they brought in, Markinen, Abaji, and Sexton, of course, who, they, who now they'll sign to that $72 million deal. And he's coming off of essentially missing last season with a knee injury, and, and he'll be back this season. But... Kobe Altman called, and let's talk about how this played out. When New York and Utah, when those talks fell apart on Monday night and New York committed to that R.J. Barrett extension, four years, $120 million, uh, worth up to $120 million, $107 million guaranteed, Cleveland, on Tuesday morning, picked up the phone. Kobe Altman was in New York, had gone to see Serena Williams at the Open, and I know it was at the Open, saw the reporting that New York and Utah did not have a deal. And then very quietly, from Tuesday until Thursday afternoon, negotiated that deal with Utah, with Justin Zanuck, their general manager, who's been the one on the phones mostly for these, and obviously Danny Ainge, Ryan Smith, their owner, are the ultimate decision makers. Uh, but New York, wow, this for them this was a calculated risk they made, uh, a gamble that Utah did not have something else here, that they could circle back with them. And even with the poison pill provision and Barrett's deal, which made it harder to trade him, uh, they could have still gotten a deal done. And I think Utah thought they still could have gotten a deal done. They really valued R.J. Barrett. They knew now what his contract was. Like I said, a hundred and, and t- worth up to one hundred and twenty million if he hit some bonuses, and they would have just needed to find a third team for Evan Fournier to move his money out. Utah couldn't have taken all that back, but they had a third team on Monday, and New York would have sent two expiring contracts through a third team to Utah, and would have spared having to send another first round pick to Utah. It would have went to a third team. That deal broke down over really a couple elements, and, and and to make it this simple, Utah wanted R.J. Barrett, Quentin Grimes, and three first-round picks from New York. That would have been two unprotected and a perhaps a protected up to top five protected pick, which probably would have still found its way to, New, to Utah. I don't know if New York would have been that bad. Maybe, who knows, by 2000, it was late in the 2020s. But, the Knicks did not want to put Grimes in a deal. They were willing to do Emmanuel quickly. And with Emmanuel quickly, Utah's ask was three unprotected picks. They valued Grimes more than quickly. And essentially, New York said, we'll do quickly and RJ, but we want two unprotected picks and a protected third. We essentially want what you want for Grimes. We want to put quickly in that deal. And that was the end. I, Utah's ask came down on Sunday night, I was told. They were in the ballpark, and ultimately this was Leon Rose's call. Uh, I think there were a lot of different voices in New York who had a different view of 
either putting R.J. Barrett in a deal or, or how much draft capital to give up or to give up Grimes. And I do think New York expected they would circle back, and they never got another chance with Utah. Utah did not go back to them on Thursday and say, hey, we've got this offer from Cleveland. Do you want to top it? In their mind, when New York walked on Monday, that was it. They had a deal with Cleveland that they just did, agreed to it, and and New York found out uh, after that Mitchell deal was already agreed to that he was on his way to Cleveland and Utah was not circling back with New York to give them a chance to top the deal. And I think essentially once they got into these talks with Cleveland, I think there was a sense of if we can reach a deal with you, we're going to do it. We're not shopping it again. Uh, I don't know that for sure. That's my sense. And, And that's part of why they didn't go back to New York. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know, for Donovan Mitchell, uh, three years left on his deal uh, before he held his player option, obviously a player from New York. I think for the Knicks, the entire time, their thought was they wanted to keep enough assets that they could go get another player in a trade, whether it's at the end of next season or in 18 months. They wanted to keep enough picks and enough assets to be able to do that. But you can't get that third step player until you get the second one and if we want to say Jalen Brunson is the first one in Jalen Brunson's a a very good NBA point guard Donovan Mitchell's a guy you put on the marquee at the garden he's an all-star and sometimes you need to have that all-star to get the next one to want to come and New York will bank on the fact that RJ Barrett can be that guy and he's outstanding you've seen great growth with him and, and maybe R.J. Barrett's going to be that guy, and that's what New York has to bank on right now. But when you get down to the wire on a player like Donovan Mitchell, they just don't become available that often. I mean, look around the league and say, who's the, who's the all-star that we can trade for that wants out or a team is looking to move? And he's not there right now. And we know there'll be someone after the season. There always is. Uh, more than one after the season, perhaps. Or maybe at the trade deadline. But now New York goes into the season with R.J. Barrett at 22 years old on, on this near-max deal, not a max deal. And Cleveland all of a sudden is a real force in the Eastern Conference with Mitchell, Garland, Mobley, Allen, Kevin Love. 
J.B. Bickerstaff, what a group he has to coach. Thought he did as good of a job as anybody in the league last year. And, and now Utah with their first-year coach, Will Hardy, you know, they get a sense now. They've got a real direction there of what they're going to do and how they're going to do it. They are in a rebuild. They'll keep moving. You'll see them, I think, with using at times their cap space to be a team to take on players and trades and get up more picks. Um, but they've certainly declared their, their direction there. And this one could haunt New York. And we keep going back to New York. That was what everybody had been talking about. And I don't think there was a sense in New York that Utah was ready to move and really pivot the way they did here in the last 48 hours. Uh, but they did. And they make the deal with Cleveland that kind of settles the league down now as we head into Labor Day weekend. I am not unhappy that that trade was made this week wherever Donovan Mitchell was going. Uh, it will be a less stressful Labor Day weekend for everybody, although typically d deals don't happen on Labor Day weekend. Uh, owners aren't always, everyone's not grinding the phone usually, but I think certainly the Lakers are going to continue to be active and they've had interest in some of those spare parts in Utah. But I think now, you know, I think you'll see L.A. continue to see if they can improve that roster, do something before the start of the season. Obviously, again, the Jazz and, and the players we, we talked about. Uh, but Kevin Durant is staying in Brooklyn for now. His trade demand has been uh, rescinded. And again, Donovan Mitchell on his way to the Cleveland Cavaliers to become part of what should be a team now that still very young. I'm not sure they're there with Milwaukee yet or Philadelphia or Boston or certainly much older teams, but this is a really good Cleveland team. This is a team that could very well host a first-round playoff series next season, and, and uh, they're going to be even more fun to watch now with Donovan Mitchell. Uh, so credit to Kobe Altman, Mike Gansey in Cleveland, Dan Gilbert, their owner, and and going out and and swooping in to get this deal done, and now you're the Knicks, and you look around and you go, well, we, we need to really, we must really believe in R.J. Barrett. And again, they were willing to put R.J. Barrett in a trade. Like, he was in the trade. He was in all their trade discussions here in the last couple weeks, and and would have continued to be in trade discussions, even though he agreed and signed now that extension. But uh, Mitchell is in Cleveland. The Jazz have a ton of picks and and some young, some really good young players. And 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 New York, um, they're still looking for a star to put on that marquee of Madison Square Garden. Again, we'll see if that's R.J. Barrett. We'll see. I think Jalen Brunson certainly an improvement for them, and and he'll be very solid. Uh, but a remarkable turn of events here on Thursday in the NBA. Thanks for jumping in on the Woj Pod. We will be back after Labor Day. We'll start getting in with players and number of people here that we've got planned later in the month on the pod and as we start head toward training camps. It's coming fast, but have a great holiday weekend. Wherever you are, stay safe, and thanks once again for listening to the Woj Pod. Talk to you all soon.
And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. Claim based on total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Terms or restrictions apply.